What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Broadcast coming at you not live from the Frock Quarters in San Francisco. Um, it's going to be a great show. We're going to do a spoiler-filled review of The Last Jedi. There's, there's going to be a lot of fighting about it. I'm, I'm going to bring on one of my favorite comedians, uh, Jacob Siroff, who like I, I hesitate to even bring on because he's one of those guys, Like if, you're, if you could pick someone uh, who, who, who's going to rip you apart... Like he'd be he'd be up there. Um, also, we got Mr. Ed Zitron coming back. Hello, everyone. The uh, world famous, uh, the world's most famous PR man, yep. and joining me via Skype, the ultimate shill. He works on the Star Wars show. His Mr. Matt Lieb. Yeah, I'm coming to you live from Los Angeles at my parents' house, bitch. And I'm sitting on my childhood bed where I learned to masturbate. Um, cool, cool. I'm, well, I'm also I'm, jacking off. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, if, uh, listeners will notice that LA Matt now has uh, a better mic, right? Yeah, uh, because you do. I. I bought a USB mic, and uh, I can't tell actually at all whether or not the audio quality is good because I can't hear my own voice through it. So, uh, Vince, you tell me, how's this sound? Uh, you sound good. You sound if you, you sound uh, husky and voluptuous. Wait, why haven't you just recorded yourself talking in Audacity then listened to it? I again? actually did that exact thing, and I listened to it, and then I. Uh, but you know what I didn't do is a comparison with the the mic. Uh, in my uh, iPhone, uh, my my you know. I like just shoving my face in the mic and just being like making sweet love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I heard it and I was like, I think it sounds good, but all I know is that uh, you know I'm finally a professional uh, Skype podcaster, uh, and it feels good, man. You know, it feels good to have a reason to talk. Same. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. Um, if you guys want to donate, patreon.com slash frockcast. Uh, why wouldn't you want to donate? Exactly. It's a great why show. I donate $5,000 a month. That's why I'm allowed on. <laughs> well, no, he's our benefactor. Yeah. I, I'm. It, You're like Mrs. Havisham. Or wait, no, she actually wasn't the benefactor. It's it Mr. Have. No, she was the cake lady. I'm like She's Basil weird... Fawlty. It was, uh, no it was one gets convict. my references. It was the convict that Pip uh, saved I'm er, Snoke. Er, earlier uh, in the book. Yeah. I don't even know what Miss Havisham is. What are you talking Great about? Great expectations. Charles Dickens. I don't do book reading. I don't do... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> you actually just have a fit. Oh, he's Charles Dickens. Oh, well, I, 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 I love hot Dickens. dogs. Uh, hot dogs are great. Did uh, you see Ma- Madison Bumgarner? Come on, man. One at a time. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can only do uh, one. I, my brain can only process one English accent at a time. Anyways, what are we going to talk about? from Goonies. Guys, you're right. That was that's what I was doing. I didn't even well, notice. Like I got some important content that we got to yeah, get talk, to. Let's talk about anything. All right. So I wanted to get to Wyatt Coke. Have you seen this yet, Matt? What is this Wyatt Coke? Yeah, Wyatt Coke. I don't so, know what this is. So there was a, there was a, a page six article about one of the heirs to the Coke brothers' fortune. The Coke Man, brothers. Wyatt? Okay, he means Coke, and he means yeah, Wyatt. Yeah, like Coke brothers. Yeah, the Coke Enunciate, brothers. Enunciate, my friend. Right. Did I not say that? Sorry, I've been. Yeah, it sounded like White Coke, yeah, and wh- I thought it was going to be Wyatt- a white supremacist Coke problem. Wyatt Coke. Uh, there was a page yeah. six report about how um, his. 
his fiance, ex fiance, was trying to keep a one hundred and eighty thousand dollar ring that he gave her, which is fucked up. But for a coke brother, that's what they literally make. Their toilets are worth more than that. Sure. But yeah. more importantly, not to it, mention the piping. It linked us to an article where uh, he apparently has like a shirt business where he makes like the ugliest shirts that you fucking ever seen. And they and there's like all <laughs> oh, these yeah, ins- baby. there's all these Instagram videos uh, where he's uh, showing off these shirts and it's like and he's talking about them. And he's also a big fat ginger, which is another uh, level. Oh hell uh, yeah, the fat dude. ginger, <laughs> my favorite Instagram account. So here, uh, here's here's a video of Wyatt Coke in his shirts. My father said to me, Wyatt, you can do whatever you want to in life. Just make sure you do it well, and you do it with passion. He's got fat guy. He's got fat guy voice. <laughs> by, by the way, by the way, Matt, you missed the visual of that, which was it's a white shirt with a yellow uh, money bags, like it's like they're bags of money with dollar signs, and there's money spilling out of them, and it's like this Hawaiian shirt. But it's like the Vegas Hawaiian shirt where it's got it's, like long sleeves like, and French it's cuffs. Like God was like, I need an uglier human. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Hold on, there's more. Every day I go to the office, I enjoy I creating the clothes. Be bold means to me, be authentic, be real, what? be yourself, be <laughs> confident, and always be a gentleman, what? but still have that tenacity that no one can take away from you. I feel so bad. Like, I never thought that I could feel bad for the heir to the he, Coke fortune, but, like, I genuinely... Like, he's got the fat guy voice, and he can't, he can't <laughs> he really enunciate like, He looks he, like James Corden... And Newman had a baby. <laughs> and again, it had red hair. And then also somehow gave the baby every disease. <laughs> it's like it's like James Corden plus Newman plus a lot of recessive genes. It's, it's someone fucked up with The Sims. I feel... I, oh, and, I, and it makes me... It genuinely wow. makes me feel bad because I genuinely think this guy... He, he, he simultaneously got dealt like the best and the worst genetic hand at the same time. No, he got the worst genetic hand for sure. <laughs> yeah. Just, I want my shirts to be able to be worn in the boardroom what? or in a discotheca or a nightclub. Or- <laughs> oh yeah, I love the discotheca. Oh yes. So, by the way, the, the other visual is that he went from wearing a shirt that has handcuffs all over it when he said boardroom to one that's literally just the outline of boobs the, what, the, that he's wearing on, on a yacht. The handcuffs one is the one that he absolutely <laughs> believes black people should wear. Oh, my God. That's great. I actually dated uh, I dated a woman very much <laughs> so like this in that she was a, a, large, uh, a, a was large rich- ginger white man. Well, she was a rich woman. Uh, she's who, a rich girl, and she's, she's going too far, and you know it don't matter anyway. Exactly. Beautiful. She relied on her old man's money because her old man died and left her, <laughs> like, Jesus. millions and millions of dollars. And, and when this happened, Can I have um, some? she went into her own jewelry business. So when we first met, like, on OkCupid, okay she's like, oh, I, I make jewelry. Uh, and then she told me, you know, she had this large inheritance. So you pretended blah, blah. they were good until you had sex. Well, that was the thing. And then when I saw what she was making, it was the most, like, gauche fucking, like, gauche. she made, like, shitty ghetto chains that said lit. And, like, <laughs> oh, you know, no. Oh, no. Was it the girl that made dope? 
Uh, it was that the, the 14 year old cuss me outside girl. Uh, no, the girl that made dope, the uh, San Francisco's no, first no, no, hip hop no, no. uh, cookie dough uh, kiosk. Oh no, it, it was uh, no, it was not her. It, this was like at least with that, it's like there's some cooking involved. This was just like these like fake gold plastic like chains that said mm-hmm. fucking uh, lit fam and fucking like all lit fam. All, shoe all, like all, shoe look like a fam. It was. It I knew was, you're going I, there. Yeah, of course. I just remember thinking, like, you know, fuck, man, when you got money, you can start your own business. Do we have to watch the rest of this? Oh, I mean, it gets better. Just, I feel like you need to hear more of his voice just because it's really, it's like, it's like Droopy Dog a little bit. It's like if Droopy Dog was, like, at the craps table in Vegas. Create something that's fun, outside the box, cool, trendy, (laughs) yet really bold and interesting. Oh, I guess that's it. Okay, I just want to talk about Droopy. Oh wait, there's more. There's more. Droopy dog at the craps table would be like, <laughs> I went behind helping twelve. Oh, I lost. Oh, they all have the same music. I love oh, it. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> yes, Please no, don't it's make gotta be me. Good. Do you have it's any bleach? Take a drink instead. Shirts. Here we go. <laughs> For men who dream big and live bold. <laughs> Please stop. These are the ugliest shirts I've ever seen, and fuck my shirt, bitch. This car is leased. It's basically just the video from the last one, yeah, but set is, to techno. Yeah, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah, sorry. All right, that's all I got. Outlines. You see the nipples, see the titties, see the pubic hair. I love this. This is like, <laughs> I would buy. I, I, I'd buy his shirts of craft work. Did the. <laughs> If he had been born a decade later, he would have been a fucking D. That's that's like what the kind years of like fucking person that this dude is. Or born in Sweden. I think he probably tried to be a DJ, but then he realized like you know you kind of got to have like a look for a DJ. Like it's kind of hard to be like DJ Big Fat Ginger. You got to be able to look at the DJ. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, you can wear a mask like Dead Mouse does. You yeah. know he didn't. <laughs> Yeah, but he just wears like a McDonald's bag. You you can't mask your entire <laughs> body. It's just the Hamburglar. <laughs> I would see DJ Hamburglar. Yeah. I love rabble, rabble, bitch. <laughs> rabble, 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 rabble. Boom. Well, that would that I I'll never sleep again. <laughs> Like, I just, I mean, I, I just, I, I, I feel bad. Page six talking about him. What did he do? I just told Nothing. you his, his, he, he gave a $180,000 ring to some girl who I'm sure was totally into him for his looks and personality. Absolutely. And then, sure. and then she, uh, she didn't give it back, which is a dick move for the record. Yeah. Against the. Coke brothers who have done absolutely nothing wrong, and I don't care. There was a Brooklyn sins of the father, Ed. Sins there was of a the Brooklyn ninety nine yeah, episode that family. was literally about this, like a week ago, where it was like the dumbass son of a crime family, and he was like, "Yeah, I got my rap career," and like it's exactly the same. Oh yeah, that woman definitely was into him. Yeah, she, like they're in love. Yeah. And I like it when you just... talk about your shirts. Um, Heidi, this is my girlfriend Heidi. She really likes uh, the. Uh, I actually based uh, the boob the boob we outline were, shirt. We were at the Palazzo together. <laughs> yeah, I, I lost. I, a, 
why lost 120 dollars I can't imagine why she decided to leave him. Maybe it was uh, every night strapping on uh, the apparatus that he wears for his, sli- for his sleep apnea. <laughs> every time getting calipers to try and find his ding dong. <laughs> oh, it's so man. mean. I feel bad. Like, I used to weigh 275 pounds, right? He didn't choose to be born. All right, so go ahead. Yeah. So, all right. I'm now a beautiful 175 very pounds. very Yeah, I look great. And thank you. I'm taken, ladies. Sorry, but how did you lose that weight? Atkins diet, bitch. Oh man, plow. Well, actually, really, the Atkins diet is just don't have as much sugar, you fat fuck. What the fuck were you yeah. eating that you lost a hundred pounds? I used to drink like pints of diet of like real Coke. Uh huh. I drink a bunch of diet Coke now. That'll do it. Yeah. No, but I used to like eat just the like, garbage shit all the time. Like yeah. that was mostly my weight problem was that everything I ate was bad. Uh huh. I used to like eat like four thousand calories a day, and I was a big fat guy. Right. And, like, when I stopped doing that and also paid attention to what I was eating in any way, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. I took a bunch of weight off. So, we're going to talk some Star Wars. Uh, We got a a fresh fresh new guest, Jacob Siroff, coming on. I was actually, like, a little concerned to bring you on because I feel like uh, like I'm, I'm... I'm asking someone uh, to rip my head off, who is probably very good at that, because I know you do a show no, with no, no. Kasim, and and uh, I like it. I, I just figure that you're probably really well, good at Star- doing that's it. That's not somewhere. Star Wars. No, I, and I, I have. I'm not. In fact, I have the opposite approach. To this I don't want it to be some vitriolic battle of. It's just I know how I feel, and you know, you guys feel how you feel, and nobody's right or wrong. And it's it's been pretty. I've had some crazy. Like when the movie came out, because I don't, I, I'll say right now, I didn't like it. I had a strong mm-hmm. dis- dislike for the movie. So, and I instantly launched into like a, you know, a two day intense troll war on Twitter with just people that did like it, people that agree with me, people that, you know, and it, it got to a point where like I, I had to send a few DMs to real life friends to kind of go, hey, dude, we're cool, right? <laughs> like it's just Star Wars. You know? yeah. and I'm, just, I'm kind of, I wanted to kind of taper it off because it is. It's, you know, nobody, it's, if you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you I, hate it. And I was like, really you know, worried you were going to go in another direction. That you were going to be like DMing, DMing yeah. them, being like, I'm okay. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take my own <laughs> life here over this. That this movie well, exists. I'm Brian Johnson's house. Well, my friend Joe DeRosa, if you guys know Joe, he's a funny comedian. He is a big Star Wars nerd and he hated it at first. And then today he posted, I saw it again. I totally changed my mind. I'm sorry. I was wrong. It's great. I never and get I that him, shit. I, yeah, I texted him. I said, next time I see you, I'm going to punch you in the face. So I guess I'm yeah. not totally. I fucking oh. hate that too is when you agree with someone coming out of the movie and then and then you feel like you're in the minority and then they come out publicly and then they take the other side and you're like, God damn it. This isn't Citizen Kane. This isn't like a deep layered movie. Well, or, that's the problem. You, yeah. you hit it on the head. This isn't, but Star Wars used to be and should be. And that's kind of like we can what? end it right there because you just nailed it. But see, that's why I think I think Wait, wait, that, wait. wait. Uh, when was Star Wars Citizen Kane? Other than the red letter media comparison, Citizen Kane couldn't hold Qui Gon's jockstrap. Are you kidding me? There it is. Wait, what? No, I actually didn't hear what he said. He said, "Oh, I said it couldn't." I said Citizen Kane couldn't hold Qui Gon's jockstrap, but I wasn't. This is if we really think about the Last Jedi, though. It's all Qui Gon's fault. First six Star Wars movies are absolutely Citizen Kane. Well, no, that's actually an argument that Red Letter Media makes. The, the the first three, the prequels, are actually Citizen Vader. Seriously, Mr. Plinkett has this long, protracted, and actually quite thoughtful rant about huh. it. Uh-huh. It's actually quite, like, I do advise people to look, as I say every episode now, uh, now that you should watch it. But, by the way, hi, it's Ed Zitron. I 
didn't need an intro. Oh, well, we were going to do that at the beginning, but it's oh, okay. Oh, crap. It's I don't okay. understand how podcasts sorry. work. It's I forget right. to make yeah, it. Yeah, this intro has really gone off the fucking <laughs> well, deep end. Here's the, thing, here's the thing about... I thought Ed was a co-host. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that, that, that I want to get into there. But first of all, uh, you said the first six, so that includes all three prequels. So it sounds like you're, yeah. you're riding hard. Are you, are you a prequel? Are you a prequel man? Do you like them? I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a George Lucas man. Okay, yeah, that I like, did not I like answer all, my I like question. All, I like all. Yes, I absolutely. I have, I have Qui Gon Jinn and Jar Jar tattooed on my body. Not ironically, and I'm a I'm a supporter of George Lucas in the Star Wars. Movie have you ever googled Hi Jar Jar and found the image that someone did where they did a painting of him smoking weed? That's the best um, thing out of the prequels. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's it the exists. Tattoo I have. That's actually <laughs> the tattoo. I have. <laughs> it's a tramp stamp. Um, I've noticed. So I, I've noticed that uh, people that dislike this movie seem very vocal. Whereas, like, I like it, but it's like I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to make that my hill that I that I die on. Like, I like it in a in a in a in a, in a way with caveats. Yeah, so I think a lot of people really love it. A lot of people hate it. What's interesting about this Star Wars movie, and it's a first, is that it's complete. It's so divisive. Like you know, Why? generally people agree the original trilogy is amazing. The prequels suck. That's the general consensus. Yeah. You know, and then with some exceptions. And then I think the Force Awakens is very well received. So no. is Rogue One, although less so. No, Rogue but, One blew off. But no, nobody was like it didn't really start any wars among nerd wars. Well, the Last you know, Jedi. The problem Disney with movies. it is. But, well, but but oh, I just want to finish the point. Sorry. Is it? Every uh, but it's such a fifty-fifty split among Star Wars fans and amongst you know casual fans as well. Every faction of fan is split fifty-fifty. Pre- prequel lovers hate it and love it. Prequel uh, uh, haters hate it and love it. So that's really interesting. You know, the, the guy I yeah. saw, best Star Wars friend, he's like me. He's a Lucasite. He's more accepting of the Disney stuff, but he absolutely loved it. And I, you know, I flew up to Portland to see it with this guy. He's like my best Star Wars friend. And so it's not just like, well, we're, you know, I'm in this camp of loyal Lucas. It's just something. This movie has really divided people. And is that it is interesting? Is cool. it possible that it's just really mediocre? Uh, no, yes. I think it's actually. It, it, it's not that it's mediocre. It's that it's just. It's not worthy of the. It's not. It doesn't even move like a Star Wars movie. It doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. If that movie was just a fun space movie, with, you know, that didn't have the Star Wars brand on it, I'd be fine with it. But like, it's. It's and you know. If it didn't have the Star Wars brand on it, I'd be like, they're doing Star Wars. Well, and well, Star Wars <laughs> got characters named George. They, they got <laughs> Skywalker. George. Someone is getting sued. Oh no, it's George Skywalker. I think that I mean I think that's the main uh, area of departures because like I think I kind of like it, but that's partly because I'm not hugely into Star Wars. Like I like Empire Strikes Back and like right. the rest of the movies, pretty much all of them. I could like take them or leave them. Like I I have strong feelings in that I dislike Rogue One. I like I kind of like the Last Jedi. All the prequels to me aren't good, but like Rogue One is the best, and everyone knows it. Yeah, I yeah, so I love fun. movies that are entirely them. reasons why the movie can't progress. Oh no, the cable, <laughs> the cable disconnected. Oh no, that man got shot. So now someone Dude, goes to pick up the fucking to, cable. Have you ever tried to upload something to Dropbox? Yeah, uh, mate, I did this morning <laughs> yeah, to your mum's Dropbox. Wow! How dare you? You did not upload wow. sperm to my mom's Dropbox. <laughs> I want to point that. I said out. stuff. It was MP3s. We Jesus. all know what we know what stuff means on this podcast. It, it means sperms. Point is, is that, uh, is that Rogue One? Uh, I thought was great uh, because well, everyone dies at the end, and I've been. I all I want to see is movies. Go where watch Salo. Like, go fucking watch. You want to see people eat shit or die? Go watch another kind of movie. Why is Rogue One good? Because a lot of people I don't care about die, and well, it takes I forever. Care, first of all, 
if you don't if if you don't care about those those wonderful characters like uh, <laughs> Lady and here's a good example here's a good example of why Rogue One was a bad movie the whole Forrest Whitaker character was made no sense wait wait you know, so so he's telling. Five, yeah, like, he's telling he's telling Jenner. So you know, how can you just sit on the sidelines while the empire's you know fucking up the galaxy? Then five minutes later, the city's being destroyed, and they're like, "We got a ship. You want to go?" He's like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm done running." <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Didn't just, I make five this... minutes earlier? He was giving a passionate speech, like a pro uh, rebellion speech, and like that's a stupid, corny device in movies where a character has to stay behind to pull a lever. You want one hundred percent right? You see, it's a character that's done bad stuff, and they're Other than what, You're ninety nine percent right. Back, Although, you know, in fact, what's-her-face, Laura Dern does it in The Last Jedi. It's, you know, someone has to stay behind and kill themselves, but you guys go, right? But, like, yeah. there's always a reason. And that there was no reason. He was yeah. just like, I'm good. I, but see, that was the funniest true. scene in a Star Wars movie by far. Exactly. He's like, fight the, fight the rebellion! You must save the rebellion! No, mate, you're, like, a step away from the shit. You could just, you could <laughs> fall in. You could. Why? We have a robot yeah. that can pick up people. Yeah. He could just yeah, walk on no down... Sense. He committed suicide because he didn't want to walk too fast. It seemed like he's just. I think really he wasn't a hero. He was just lazy. He was a wild card, you guys. Sometimes you need a wild card. So I didn't think I was going to end up agreeing with you, but I I agree with you completely about that scene, and that's part of why I liked some things about the Last Jedi. Like, I mean, there was some glorious suicide in the Last Jedi, but they did make a point of being like that trope's kind of stupid at a key point. No, they didn't. No, I I never thought I'm a huge David Lynch nerd as as well. I never thought I would not want to see Laura Dern in a movie. Just every time she was on screen, I just like, what are you doing here? Why are you in like, why are you? you It was gross. She reminds me of Laura Linney, who I hate even more. I don't hate Laura Dern. I love Laura Dern. I think this, this, I just didn't. She, her character was so silly and poorly written, and I just both, didn't. I just both Lauras. I just can't look at them in movies without being mad at them. So I liked the Lost Jedi. <laughs> I really did. It's very deeply personal. But I liked yeah, it. I don't know why. I think it's because they kind of both look like these these mothers. <laughs> when I was in elementary school, everyone's mom used to yell at me. And well, I think it's because I would go into friends' houses and accidentally break something, but it was an accident, so they kind of look like uh, a mother who yelled at me. Uh-huh, I don't know. Well, uh-huh. thematically... Well, Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park, Laura Linney was in Congo. Well, thematically, <laughs> though, I used to get in trouble at school because I used to try and murder my students because they were getting too powerful. Mm-hmm. A storyline that made no fucking sense in the slightest and was explained in no way and that's the thing though about this movie I liked it I mm-hmm, did mm-hmm. but it was just so fucking miserable what is it about these movies we're two in now mm-hmm. I was thinking this would be I know that everyone's like oh you see A New Hope was the happy one then the Empire Strikes Back was so stark and beautiful because it was kind of suddenly all this gloss was ripped off Force Awakens was like, it starts off with everything. Basically, the beginning of The Force Awakens was them saying, hey, you remember those movies you loved? None of it matters. This movie comes along. Hey, guess what? Those people you love, they're also dead. Everyone you love, everything's dead. There's 16 people left. That's an important lesson for kids. Yeah, it's like... That's true. You gotta know. Everything you know we're all gonna die. Yeah, everything you love is dead. That's, my, that's important. I loved my brother dearly. He was like, it's a movie for kids. I'm like, 
Yeah, that great lesson of everything takes forever and everyone you love dies for seemingly no reason. And that's a that is a good lesson. And yeah, though. I loved it because it was bad filmmaking though. Yeah, it really was. It was just it was a and it was bad jokes like just oh no, there was some good. It was, was, was bad jokes. It was driven by bad jokes. There were so many good jokes. There was uh, when the porgs were cute. Yeah. There was, oh, uh, dude, when... I love the milk, the hippo milk. I liked yeah, it. I actually don't have a problem with that. Luke, Luke found those fine ass titties. Did not have a problem with that. I was uh, like, I was like 50 50 on like the weird Spanish um, fish that seemed like they're like, they're like living on a weird religious yeah. plantation run by like Mexican fish ladies. Oh, I love the but like prom, uh, elongated hog, hog, like the long take about how that's racist. Like that is someone thinking real hard. George Lucas, this, if he was writing this, absolutely that was a racist thing. Like, well, that, de- that, definitely. I, yeah. So Chrome, Chrome Dome is a horrible joke. That waiting, that holding for oh, general that, was awful. Things, that could have been in, literally in Spaceballs. That whole, am I yeah. can you hear me? I can hear him. Oh, yeah. No, that was a great joke. Like no, that was, than, than that was great because... That does, there's no place for that in, in Star Wars. It's, it's not like, it's, it's, that's a Disney movie. Like when you heard Disney bought Star Wars. And yeah, you're there, you all think, right. Oh, Let's return to a new hope for a second, mate. Like all this stuff would be fine in a video game or an amusement park ride in an actual episode, episodic, you know, Star Wars film. There's, it's not bollocks. You know, not, sorry, all right, all right, all right. Oh, right. Dude, Boring conversation, anyway. And it's all and it's all nostalgia driven, which is we're Disney's we're all problem. fine. We're all fine Boys. here. How are you? How is TK four two one? Why at your post? His thing doesn't work. There's the same kind of visual well, dumb humor. It was fun. It, it's making slapstick comedy. That was know, a slapstick and, comedy. And it was written. like, can you hear me? It was making oh, fun I of authority. It's the same joke. That was a sketch. That was an SNL sketch. But no, no, no. I laughed. On, I laughed at this joke. And spun around from, from some through the you know that made that was just I knew right away what I was in for. Can in we, fact, the first sentence of the opening crawl is the the first order reigns. Right. The movie takes place five minutes after the last movie. How are they reigning? How do they, <laughs> That's literally, thing, but that really is it though. It's like but see, like I mean, I think that's part of why I like it is is because. I don't think it was he intended to make fun of the original uh, Star Wars, but for me, like it took a lot of the things that were kind of painfully self-serious about Star Wars and like Uh, you know made fun of them a little bit. And I I I guess I like the self. I like the self-serious. I just don't like like the kill. I like the like the the monk. You know the monk stuff. I like the I like Obi Wan and Qui Gon. You know I loved Yoda. Don't don't send in this movie. Yeah, when Yoda came back. Yoda was such a misfire in this. No, he wasn't. He was great. Sorry, worst scene in the movie. I'll tell you why. Why? Yeah, yeah. There was no titty milk. No, there wasn't any titty <laughs> That's milk. That's it. No, actually, annoying. now I agree. They, they made two fundamental mistakes with Yoda. In oh, my sorry. I've they put... made him a puppet because di- what Disney does is nostalgia because people want original trilogy connected to their childhood. So what they do is they use effect, practical effects for the sheer sake. For the sheer sake of nostalgia, pardon me, when that's anti-Lucas, that's anti-Star Wars. He used the best technology available. So when he used anti-Lucas, when he used puppets in his films, it's because that was the best thing going at the time. No, the the idea of using a puppet just because it looks like a 1980s special effects is not what Star Wars. It's because it looked like the last time Yoda was alive. These movies have no innovation in the the level, you know, as far as film technology. Yeah, let's let's go back and look at the prequels, shall we? Perfect, but they're not. Lucas broke new ground with every Star Wars movie movie he made. Oh my ass. Oh, he did, yeah. Pluto, Utu, Dexter Jetster. Absolutely, he did. Yeah, Dexter Jetster. I've always wanted a large racist. The first major release digitally. That's huge. Every movie shot digitally now. 
That's I feel like this podcast wow. can't shot have it. everyone talking at the same time. <laughs> so how about we do this? I'm trying about, so hard to direct yes, the traffic. Okay, I want to how about it. quarterback it? <laughs> one by one, ask people their opinions. Uh, do you, okay, Matt, can Matt, I Matt thing? produce for me. They made him a puppet. That's shitty because it's nostalgia. They could have done a better Yoda. They did, and I don't like that. But more importantly, they changed his personality. They made him, they made him, gave him that impish thing that he did in Empire Strikes Back, which was completely an act that he, you know, that he dropped after he revealed his identity to Luke, uh-huh. right? So and he and he was serious for the rest of the, the original trilogy. He's serious in the prequel trilogy. So to make them all kind of this giggling, that's like it's. But Disney's thinking is people love Empire Yoda. Just give him Empire Yoda. Doesn't matter if it makes sense. We'll give him that impish like jokey Yoda that everybody mm-hmm. loved, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense in the story. That's just and that's that's exactly what Disney gets wrong about this. You guys ever watch Twenty Four Hour right. News Network? <laughs> this is like a Twenty Four Hour News Network. <laughs> Yeah. No, nobody's listening to anyone. Matt, Matt direct traffic. No. Go no. All right. Do prompt. traffic. Prompt. Yeah. Well, my idea to have four people on Skype. Now you're yelling right. about it. Yeah. Okay. But, but, All right. Yeah. But I have this, a lot to say about it. Sorry. This is how I'll direct traffic by asking myself, "How did I like the movie?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could be funny. podcast. There it is. <laughs> No, I, okay. Here's here's uh, first of all, uh, I am a shill for for Lucasfilm, uh, so I'm probably not legally allowed to dislike. You Star- work for Lucasfilm? <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, true? Yeah, I work on a show called the Star Wars Show. Uh, it's on the internet. It's yeah, for it. it's for children. Um, and here's the the thing is, is they hired me not because of my encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. I literally forgot the main character of Rogue One. I literally called Luke Skywalker George. It's uh, uh, Jin's awesome. That actually works. Yeah, but uh, I I so <laughs> I have kind of. Yeah. I have a passing. Uh, I love I love Star Wars in the way that I think a uh, a normal. Uh, yeah. Police stable person should like Star. Wars. <laughs> you're right. Not that you're not that you're uh, uh, unstable. I think actually I I enjoyed like kind of a nuanced a more nuanced take on the prequels because people hate them yeah. so to a degree that I think is yeah. totally unfair. Because uh, I mean they weren't the fucking worst movies ever no, made. I, just, I totally agree. They just, they just had some problems. But uh, that being said, I'm such a shill for for. Uh, Star Wars that The Force Awakens to me every problem that everyone had with that movie I didn't I, did, I, I did too I thought it was great I, I, thought I also it, liked it I there we that. all agree yeah I, I love yeah. that uh, <laughs> and then Rogue One enjoyed it uh, nah. just as much because everybody died and I really like when people die and that's the main reason that's why I that love I, the people I I like the Last Jedi because they uh, they were I felt like doing me the favor of of Killing off people before I had to before I had to know their backstory. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't have time in my life to fill information in my head about where Snoke came from. Why don't we just cut him in half? But there's no gravity because he had you, no, you've no, never no, seen I him totally do anything it. except appear in a holograph a couple you know a hologram I in agree. the first movie a few times yeah. and then you see him in, in this sitting in a room. He has two scenes in it's a room and he dies. We have no there's meaningless death. It's not like and I saw somebody today comparing. Oh, you know, the, there's this guy that went on this Twitter rant about how the prequels were so much worse than this movie. He and oh, so you, cool. you know, you don't like this guy getting cut in half. What about Darth Maul getting cut in half? But Darth Maul, that what? was that was the 
point of Darth Maul is he was yeah, just this yeah. pure rage. That would be, it's not like Sidious getting cut in half in the second movie. Right. You know, this guy was an apprentice. That's that's the Sidious of this trilogy in theory. And I know you can argue that it's you know my, it's, that there is no Sidious. My in this friends, trilogy. may I have the floor? But I don't know. Uh, all right, Matt, you, you, you don't cool. get to direct traffic cool. anymore because Matt's idea of directing traffic is the typical comedian's Net idea, neutrality. which is like, let me just take the mic yeah, for a while yeah. and, and fill space. Uh, <laughs> the movie looks great. Him getting cut in half, that whole, that's awesome. You know, every, it's like if those were cut scenes in a video game, I'd be hitting myself. But, it's like, <laughs> but, but as an overall package, it just doesn't work as a Star Wars movie for me. I love like, Star Wars video games. That's the reason I really like Star Wars. <laughs> all right. I feel, like we, I feel like Ed is not on video Skype, so we got to give him a, some, a, right. a little it's, bit it's, of a rebuttal. Yeah, yeah, you should I, have I, him in there. So yeah, I, I, know. Ed, I, I, don't, I don't know how to, but go ahead. I saw this movie at 10.30 a.m. on Friday last Friday in Danville, California. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I was not in the same state of mind that most people were. So my view of Star Wars is, I believe the th first three movies, if they didn't have Star Wars on them, everyone would think they were pretty good space movies. I think there were also critical failures in them in, that we could go into at length, but who cares? Right. So let's in talk the first about ones, I agree. I agree completely. Well, there's, there's The Last Jedi, what it, what it had was, if it was like Gamer... The perfect movie, ninety-three <laughs> minutes long, uh -huh. or two hours long, movie? two I hours mean... sixteen. Shut up and let me talk, because the game is perfect. I never heard of it. It's what so is, good. You should watch it. It's the best movie ever. No, but the problem with it was, it was it had so many great. It had some amazing cinematography, like the moment where they chop up Snoke, and there's that slow motion soundless shot. That soundless shot when they hyperspace through the thing. Yeah, I think was, yeah. I think that was the highlight. I don't know why anyone keeps and saying the Disneyfication of this. Like George Lucas was a fucking non-profit. Like that guy loved money. No, so, no but he was a no, stop he it. Didn't, he was, no, no, he I got the floor it. right. I got the floor. This is net neutrality. You, you have the original talking works. stick. I got the conch, and I'm picky. So other than other than my asthma, the problem is the movie was too long. It was bitty. I hated that they killed Luke. Mm -hmm. I, I just felt it was just a fucking... It's just, I'm so tired of these movies. I liked it. I want to say love, but I, I loved it when I left, but I liked it after a day. And I thought the Luke scene when he was standing in front of everything, that was cool. It was shot beautifully. There were so many great shots in the movie. Memorable moments. I know you don't like the Yoda moment. I really did. But the moment that got me the most was when he was apologizing to Leia. It felt like an original Star Wars moment, but it also felt like just a great bit of acting, just a very simple, nuanced thing of, like, a brother apologizing to his sister for being a shitty guy. And it was great. And a then digital he... younger, a digitally made to look younger. Oh, who brother. cares? That like, is, seriously, who gives a shit? I don't like it. I don't like the technology. <laughs> oh, okay, that's who gives a like shit, I don't like any movie. So, yeah, but seriously, it. it just felt yeah. like everything was well, just too long. Like, half the movie... Half the movie is them, this incredibly fucking boring story about a ship or seven trying to escape one other ship after they blew mm. up another ship. And then there's a side bit with a boring love story with a casino, which is fun. It had some like fun Star Wars stuff in it with this boring, trite, empty headed. Well, you see the rich people getting rich off of arms sales. They're the real bad guys. 
You see, it was just that was, was lazy. Way, it was way simpler. It was lazy. It was just, it was just all, this social, all this like faux social justice and you could bring the animals. But more importantly, you know, vegan moment with the poor. More importantly, you yeah. could have done it, and it, it could have been meaning. Because Disney doesn't oh, care about on. those issues. It's not a Disney thing. Stop saying that. Like Disney oh, totally is in the Disney room. Thing. It is absolutely a Disney thing. Dis- no. Because that. The, Disney controls everything. J- did you see there was a headline that two days ago, J.J. Abram pitches his episode nine idea to Disney. He still has to pitch an idea to them. Yeah. Was, the, George Lucas, it was, you can hate his movies. I wish Pablo Hidalgo was here to hear this. At the top of the pyramid with nobody above him. He didn't mm. answer studio executives to, you know, to exhibitors, to anybody. So, so yeah. you can hate his vision, but that is his vision. But, this is Star Wars by committee. Make but no the, mistake. No, no, I, I mean, I agree with you to a certain extent as a person who doesn't like Lucas very much, but... Uh, yes. And why do you think that George Lucas was this perfect soul? He was this rotund man who sat there with a coffee for three movies. Well, he was never always, he wasn't always rotund. Sorry, okay. I I, I was referring to the prequels, dude. So I, 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 he's, he won me over as a fan of his, of his, anything he wants to give me. Yeah, he sounds, I I like Gary Kurtz more than I like him. Anyway, let me yeah, finish my yeah, point, a, and then you can guy. hate me for a long time. I don't and, hate you at all. I just disagree with some of the stuff you're saying. But also, I, you, like I, I said in the beginning, nobody's also, right or wrong. I also really. This is, by the way, this is the most. Uh, this is the most passionate discussion we've ever had on the I podcast. To, yeah, but yeah, it reminds really me of when my liked. parents fight, and I just want to keep the peace. <laughs> well, one thing I really liked though was when I didn't like Luke dying, but I liked the reason he did. It kind of reminded me, and this is a really far out reference for the fans listening who also read Earthsea. So the Ursula Le Guin book, Tombs of Achuan. Basically, I'm about to spoil a book if you're about to read this book from like the 70s. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry, we don't do book we're reading. We're like talking about Luke dying. Yeah. Well, Luke dying old, because like, he exists. You're worried about spoiling Ursula Le Guin novels. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, so that book ends with you wondering why this guy, who in the first book, you were like, wow, he's a master magician. He's so strong. Why isn't he doing shit? And you find out that basically the tomb, had he not been using every ounce of his strength, would have just killed him and the little girl trapped in it. Mm hmm. It was a good Tomb Spatula moment to it. I thought it was quite beautiful because he actually didn't do much. He was symbolic, and I usually hate it when they're like, oh, the character was symbolic. He was literally symbolic. He was symbolic of the power of the Force and all that. I love that. I thought that that was getting to a like good filmmaking, good Star Wars. It's just that three quarters of the bloody movie was ship chasing. This isn't Mad Max. You can't write Mad Max Rian Johnson, how do you say his name? He, he, he right. just didn't, it was just a messy, <laughs> messy movie. And I liked it, but mm-hmm. it was fucking messy. I think when I watch it a second time, I'm going to hate it. We agree there. And it's just like, it was all over the place. Why did they have to go? It was just, was it, what's his name? Well, also, it just was like, they kind of went from the ship to the, to the island, from the ship to the island and it was just like this back and forth also just, yeah. just kind of was monotonous. The whole Luke thing kind of just was just so poorly executed. It should have been I feel bad. Why didn't Ren just... Ren? Sorry, not Ren. Ray. Be, Ray. Why didn't Ray just say, you shouldn't feel bad for this immediately? Just being like, I'm so sorry you feel that way. She she has been put out there as this empathetic person who cares about mm. everyone. And this old man is sitting there in horrible pain who's cut himself off from the force. And she's like, I'll just let him work him through it on his own. He seems troubled. She should have been like, I know you don't want to talk about it, but let's talk. Remember how much, like, even in, like, fucking A New Hope, there was that moment where Obi-Wan was dead, 
I think Leia goes over to, like, even fucking Han looks sad, like, there's a bit, there's, like, empathy there that just wasn't, like, is Rey just a social, socially completely broken person where she's no, like, No, she's in a hurry, she's like, yo. Well, she has no parents. We gotta, alright, so I wanna float a unified, unifying theory here. Well, I feel like the people, those of us who liked it haven't really, uh, explained why, so I just yeah. wanna put, like, a few positives in the, and I didn't love it, but here's the thing. I think there's been... A lot of that, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, a few things that I liked about it. Like, number one, like, first and foremost, like, on a broad level, I like that uh, he flipped the thing that Ray's not anyone's daughter. Yeah. Like they, oh, you like believe they, that? I don't, know, I don't know if I believe that. If, I, oh, like, if, it, if it changes, then my opinion of this movie will change. I hate because, the like, movie because of a thing that might that. happen that in the future. That like, was, the one, like, one of the things that I... The main things that I liked was that, like, at, post... Like, post the, the first or the original three, it became very much like this uh, monarchical, Anakin, like everything, was, no everything right. was like bloodlines, and I don't give oh, a fuck about I, that. Yep. And um, Bunch of fucking loser fail sons. Yeah, and I like that, uh, the, the part of the reason I like it is that it's, it turns like a sort of a cynical eye towards a lot of the uh, original things in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Like, like originally mm-hmm. it was like, oh, the light side... And the dark side, and that always felt like this very like Calvinist, simplistic um, universe. And I feel like he sort of added some nuance to that. Yeah, that was the point in the prequel trilogy: is that, it, that the Jedi were see, seeing it that way, and yeah, that they was just a, failed. That that's why that, that seeing it that way, you know, was yeah, was a they huge just mistake. did it badly. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I don't. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think I read the originals that way. Maybe that's well, just because no. I didn't actually, get I'm going to have to agree, and I really don't like those movies. It felt like they were trying to show them as a bunch of bickering religious well, yeah that's exactly they were they were doing the, the exact wrong thing they, they were supposed to be these like monks and they turned into generals and you know warlords and uh, politicians and that's yeah. and, you, know, ah. out, you know that's exactly where they what they weren't supposed everything they do that's what the guy the main bad guy's under their nose they're having meetings with him about the war that he's controlling both sides like of. Donald Trump is, you know like the, the, the whole prequel trilogy is about the Jedi fucking up that's kind of bonkers I like that that's good it's funny because like you, when you put that into perspective it changes uh, a little bit how I feel, but it, it doesn't change the fact that that wasn't made entirely clear in the prequels. Like I, I, That's why yeah. I love the prequels. It's all about subtext. There's so much. The, the, <laughs> oh, come seriously, on. No, seriously, there's Isn't so that much just bad filmmaking. So, no, there's. Well, this is like when like, I'm bad at sex, so but I say you didn't notice no, how much I was no, doing. There's so much happening about that's <laughs> not on on camera in the prequels, and that's <laughs> what makes them, makes Wait, them what? special. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. I've got to stop you there. Okay, you just said. Yes. The movies weren't about Absolutely. what was in the movie. No, there's more going on than meets the eye. I'm Behind saying, the you can, movie. You can discern from watching the movies, but it isn't mm. spoken about. I'm no, you're thinking of Transformers. Like, That's more than Yeah, exactly, the right? The but, rich no, but, lore. But, but, but a movie like The Last Jedi is more like a Transformers than... Oh, than bollocks. Bollocks to that. Bollocks I to agree that. With the, I agree with a lot of the things you say, but here's what... Here's what Oh, there's so much going on. In the, I'm gonna try. Know. I'm gonna try and bring our point of views together here, which I think that the originals were more cohesive filmmate, like on a filmmaking level. Yeah, Maybe. and I think this one is more cohesive on a philosophical level, if that makes any sense. Which I agree one? fully. 
The last the Jedi, the last Jedi, I think, is well, more that's coherent. Exactly what it philosophical. Lacks. There's no philosophy. There's no. Oh, there's God. no spirituality in it. It's just a. It's it's the Goonies or an attempt to. It's just. All right. It's just a fun adventure movie. All right. I, mean, I see that. What, I feel that way about the original. It's, it's what. It's what yeah. will become of our heroes. I love and, them, and but they it. like the Goonies. It's, it's, yeah. The, to me, the last Jedi is. It's, it's just. George Lucas said it was beautifully made, and it was, and that's where the beauty. It's just skin deep beauty. There's no. There's nothing beneath the surface. It's just no. kind of like here's these jokes. Here's what will become of our heroes. Oh, here's what's happening to them. There's I not, thought that about Rogue One, where it was like a really yeah, that's good, ex- really good production design, but just sort of well, ideologically bankrupt. I was right? glad I like they died. Rogue I feel One's like, the best one. I feel like Rogue this one, one had like a consistent ideology. Everybody dies. They had to upload into the cloud. There was uh, there <laughs> was <laughs> they had to upload to the cloud. That's true. Then the uh, yeah the then Dropbox happened with Rogue Iman. One was great. I'll tell oh, you what. She shows up at the end. She looking all young and shit. And also there was a C- <laughs> I hate the young ones. There was a CG guy her. who like was very CG, but almost not an uncanny valve. I love. I it. like the bit yeah. at the end of Rogue One where Darth like Vader has a lightsaber and he hits him with the lightsaber because lightsabers are fun. Because he used the That's lightsaber cool. with the Force and lightsabers. That's a cool scene. That's a cool scene. No, it it's really- a jackoffery. You talk about nostalgia it's- and you oh, no, criticize the Last Jedi. No, though that's a cool scene, though. I'm saying I, I don't like Rogue. I'm not a Rogue One fan, but like that's th- those are the most moments I'm talking about. Throw them in a video game; they're great. Everybody wants to see Darth Vader kill people with a lightsaber. Yeah. that's cool to see. I don't want to hear Darth Vader make puns about, uh, you know, don't choke on your ambitions or whatever. Or, or, that's or, true. That was a bad pun. I, I do remember feeling like uh, they didn't have Direct to do to that. Critic, are you familiar with Up Dog? Didn't, but wait, didn't uh, didn't Darth Vader wasn't he making puns in the original? No, he didn't make puns. He would make he do he had some punch lines, but no puns. Yeah, he didn't okay. really make a full pun. He was. Jordan, yeah, I find Jordan your lack of faith disturbing. While he tries to kill someone, already say ap- apology accepted after he killed somebody, the stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but you know, yeah. I, I George Lucas could be corny. That you know, was George just Lucas better not, writing. I, but he had his own like to me, it's endearing because I'm obviously a big fan God, of the guy. Were, he's I, got a, he had his own brand of corny. These movies are like cliche Hollywood corny. They were like, just badly like, edited. Like, That's Chrome one Dome thing. and shit like that. You know, it's I, just. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, should have come like George Lucas's big ass, central, central Chrome Dome was on the nose because she literally was wearing true. a Chrome Dome. She wore and so Chrome I did feel helmet. like uh, it, they could hide behind, hey, it wasn't a joke. We were sucked. just describing exactly no. what we saw. That was lame. I You're agree. scum. Rebel scum. Fuck off. <laughs> there was a lot of lame shit, but, uh, well, but also, I, I felt like this had a consistent ideology. I thought the movie was perfect. I'm sorry. It. I had a I had a seizure and only woke up for the two minutes <laughs> that Captain Phasma was in it. Uh-huh. Um, also, remember when they were like, Captain Phasma is the feminist character that we're going to use all Which the time? Which one's that? The, yeah. Exactly, right? The, the silver... Uh, character. I forget was what in. she even did. What happened? But they, they said right? they were going to flesh her out. They said that they were going to do a lot more with her in this one. Yeah, they what, really, they really, she well, they did. They doubled her stream time to one and a half minutes. I mean, uh, remind me, I've seen four movies since she this movie. turns. She turns up and she's like, the silver well, stormtrooper lady. Yeah. Okay. She turns up and she goes, good to see you again. And he's like, who are you? You've been, <laughs> I've seen you maybe three times in my life. I really don't know who you are, but we're going to have a dramatic fight for some reason. We don't have any real animosity beyond, yeah. I don't like being a first you know, order stormtrooper and they and, really built up a, a romance with finn and ray that they ignored in this one yeah like they, it seemed like they were flirtation thing. in the first movie well i felt like that was because they they caved into the concerns about white genocide maybe <laughs> and, <laughs> you're, you're fired, you're fired. Well, what? one thing i can't the reason i've not been mentioning one of the best new characters is because i can't remember which actor plays in benicio del toro yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah that I was like great that. 
Yeah. He was great, but you know what? Uh, the the biggest problem with this movie... I, I kind of want to watch him be a space scumbag more than the so actual movie. The most worrying thing I read about but this movie... But he was movie, literally saying things like skibbity-bobbity-boop and stuff. You guys didn't have a problem with that? <laughs> that was so weird and yeah, stupid. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Lando Calrissian was such an original, had, not a caricature of an African-American. He, he had a weird stutter. Lando was, was like dark, one dark step from going, damn... <laughs> that would have been cool. Damn, girl. When he looks at Leia, yeah. and you're going to hit that. Like, he was like one step Lando. from that in the Lando, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Lando, he, he is We just skip back a few movies. I'm offended by Lando Calrissian not even being Armenian. Like, they never mentioned him. Where the as fuck is Lando I. as well? Seriously, where is he? I'd love it if, like, Lando ended up just so being offensive. a, so a tubby gambler. And they were like, Lando, you didn't help? Eh, fuck you, bitch. I mean, nah, just drunk as shit. He had a uh, Billy D had a Facebook campaign going to get himself cast in the Last Jedi. Still Why didn't get in the movie or, he... the, or this one. That also, like, he should he should have been as involved as Luke and Leia and Han. And he had he's such a, a fourth one. And he's, he's a much better actor guy. than Mark Hamill. Well, actually, you know what this movie would have actually yeah, needed. Look, I'm Hamill, going to return to another another movie we talked about in this podcast, Blade Runner. What this movie needed was to not kill off. Han Solo, and then we had a Han Solo voiceover. Solo was disenfranchised <laughs> oh, by yeah. the Jedi, so he cut himself off from the Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like and that. And then we found him with Ray again on the island. <laughs> Just the, like the most lazy narration ever. <laughs> I, I would want to see that. Also, well. we haven't discussed Leia force pulling herself from space, which oh was terrible. God. But my Mary wife Poppins actually bore out. Sure, sure. Um, came up with a great idea, which was simple. They should have killed off Lair and kept Han. This movie... Well, did, well life did that. One, well, yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess the Force moves in mysterious ways. But, um, so, it's fucked up, dude. Let me... Yeah, no, 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 but also, just to wrap up this point, I feel like... He agreed I, to do it because he said, hey, well, I would do one. You know, He would have done I'll it for do a second. I'll do one movie and then I want to spend the rest of my career crashing planes. Yeah, exactly. I want to get drunk on British television. No, but and it, that was really bad decision to not have Han and Luke have a reunion at all. Like that was such, and that was so intentional. It, like what was the what was the motivation? He would have been the most. And imagine also. All right, so I'm gonna make and, two and points, and then you can yell at me again. So first point, they should have kept Han and killed Leia because it would have been a much more powerful moment. Him killing his mother. Well, I mean, they even made it a powerful moment in this when he tried and he failed. And then having Han and the anger and the pain he felt, that would have been incredible. On top of that, you would have had two paternalistic stories with Luke and Han mm. trying to mentor Ray. And on top of that, other than the narration he obviously would have done, you would have got levity in the right place. This movie, and this is second point, was... If it had been two hours long, it would have been a lot better because the yeah. levity was all over. The, everything was all over the place. It was funny. Then it was horrifying. And people were getting murdered en masse. And it was about powerful people killing people. And then it was about the the, the stuttering man. Also, they made fun of a guy being God. like having a stutter, which is they just shouldn't have given him a fucking lazy. It's fucking lazy. You, they should have given him like... A twitch. A, a huge dick. What were the horrifying deaths? A const... Who were the powerful... No, no, but oh, no, what I'm saying Snoke. is... Like, Snow, I'm saying, like, when you were just watching the cruisers getting shot out of the sky constantly. Oh, yeah, like, that's see. the thing. Like, we had, like, half, three quarters of the movie about that. It was just... The levity was, like, the Porg is about to cry, which I found fun, whatever. I don't care. I love that. Porgs, dude. But I let me finish. Let me finish. No I'm down for Porgs. I'm it a shill for Porgs. It was just up and down and up and down. And we get to the end of this I fucking movie 
And all that we've had, all that's truly happened is we've been told a few things. One, everything you saw beforehand, including all the movies you loved and hated, totally irrelevant. Jedi text, gone. Luke, dead. Darth Maul, also dead. Why does that make everything irrelevant? Because they're dead. None of it meant anything. Their legacy hasn't lived. It it, it meant what it meant. It people die, you know? No, but... But and I they don't could see have why you, that would make the movies irrelevant, just, just killing off the characters or because taking they're now, the story basically now they, they died for a reason, damn they it. They died for a reason, so we could but watch an incredibly George Lucas, by the Except way, would have fucking loved that last Empire, shot. Empire is oh. the only one where nobody died, where no major characters die. I don't know if you guys have ever thought about that. The I one everybody loves I, so I'm, much, it's considered I'm the just trying one. to talk. I'm just trying no to make a point. Everybody's trying to talk. I just want to die. All right, all right. We've been talking about Star Wars for like about twice as long as I was planning. You're going to rat poison. I feel like I I feel like I rat fucked you by 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 bringing you on to discuss something that no you're problem. like you're super serious about like the one thing oh, that a, like gets you super amped up about. I think no, it, it's I think there's we're all equally you know amped up about it or I'm, I'm not. I think we're all making points where we kind of agree. What's rat fucking, by the way. I mean, it's when you fuck a rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's when you fuck a rat. Yep, yep. No, it's a DMX lyric. It's like I got blood on my, my hands because I, I like to scat. I, I'm gonna. Like a blood yes. of my day because I fucked a cat. It was anti <laughs> Semitism for sure. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I, I don't know how to wrap this up other than to say that you. I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up with the last word, okay? Okay. Yeah, everyone agrees on this podcast that this movie is really good and one of the best movies ever made. I want. No. Uh, and of course, Lucasfilm is a great employer that we and we all enjoy. Yeah, yeah. and we love Matt Lieb's work. You're there. on a yes. private jet, yeah, and you're really expensing this fine array of of products and merchandise that they have for sale right now. And hors d'oeuvres on this plane. Yeah, this can, private can jet. I, that, can, I, can I close by saying something I loved about the movie? To yeah, not go on. I don't say negative too, Nancy. I want yeah, yes. John fucking Williams. You know, it's never. Yeah, not he's so good. He's so good. So. That you can't sitting watching two and a half hours of anything with that in the background. Yeah, you could, you could spend a worse afternoon. I just uh, feel like I, I disagree with you about a lot of things, but you swayed me on a lot of things, and I feel I feel like your your perspective. Uh, I feel like you articulated it well, even even though yeah, I'm not a better. George Lucas lover and I don't care about the prequels. And you know what? I'm just going to end it with one thing. Another day working at the Disney store. Everyone walks out to me. They ask me if they can fuck the porgs. <laughs> Buddy, they won't let me fuck the porgs. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Jacob. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. I cool. hope that was productive. Yeah, way. it was. It was good. No, that was actually genuinely interesting. I'm sorry if I came off as hateful. Um... No, like so. All right, I wanted to get to some other content. Um, but the thing we didn't talk about with uh, the Last Jedi, and we this is probably like Please. good reasons of propriety that we didn't talk about it. Sure. So I have this thing about like mouth sounds. Like I, I can't do mouth sounds. And uh, what is a mouth sound? Like like it's smacking, like, sound- like lip smacking. Like when people when people smack their lips when they're drinking or when they chew too loudly or when. When I like, what there's about, what about gag porn? <laughs> oh, I hate it. I can't stand it. I can't really? watch it at all. Right, yeah, right. No, I just want I fucking what, hate what it. What does with the last Jedi have to do with that, though? So, I'll tell you, which is that I love Carrie Fisher, and I love her 
awesome dog. But the fact that she clearly couldn't breathe out of her nose for like the last two years of her life, and she's doing all these lines, and she's like, you know, when you can hear someone and they clearly like, I can't... literally did not notice this. Really, nose you didn't stone notice this? Cold, sober at ten thirty in the morning. You didn't I... notice this? No. This is just a me I... thing. I didn't notice. I mean, I noticed that her voice sounded. I respect uh, all women. Like she clearly couldn't breathe out of her nose, and it fucking drove me crazy every well, time. Oh, she's dead, it. so you're horrible. Yeah, I know, but you you really you guys really didn't notice that. I literally. Well, I mean, I noticed I didn't, the bit in the. It, oh wait, I can't say because this isn't the spoiler part. I didn't. I didn't think it was because uh, she couldn't breathe through her nose. I just thought that's what she sounds like now. Yeah, but you're right. No, that's what it is. She couldn't breathe through her nose, she, and she. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It was like is like you can. You can hear certain like soft palate and septum totally. issues when person yeah. talks, and like I, I I I hate being annoyed by someone having like a, a soft palate issue, but it fucking drives me insane. I'm generally a precipitative person, and I know these things, <laughs> and I did not hear that once. All right, no, but and and just to wrap- I recognize that it's a it's a personal problem. Well, to wrap up the Lost Jedi thing. That movie as well goes to another problem I have with movies, which is not so much the movies, but the watchers. It's not okay to just kind of like something anymore. It's no, weird. Yeah. And this isn't an SJW or a right wing or a left wing. It's just a fucking thing. People can't go to the movies anymore and just be like, that oh, was all right. I yeah. enjoyed it. And especially if it has a big title on it. Like, and if you like the Fast and the Furious movies now, mm-hmm. you're cooler because you liked a normie movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You shouldn't right. be cooler for that. You should just be, you like the thing. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying because this particular movie, I definitely didn't feel super strongly one way or the other. But like, there's certain movies where I get kind of angry about. Babe. Not babe, but. If you saw three billboards, that won't like, do, pig. Like when people, like when people are critically claiming three billboards, like it, it, it makes my. Can I talk about Wonder Woman briefly? Wait, wait, wait! But Twitch. why? I haven't seen three billboards. I actually don't even know what it's about because and, it's and bad. Like it's it's. What is it about? Um, what movie? So so it, it's it's. Uh, uh, John Michael McDonough, who did In Bruges, which I also love. I, I missed. I missed the thing. The title of the movie with three talking. billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, is the movie that I'm talking about. Oh, the, I just thought you were referring to mo- like yeah. billboards. Yeah, no, not the billboards outside. John Michael McDonough, who's the I he, fucking love Br- In Bruges. He, I love In Bruges fucking too. Bruges. And this movie made me retroactively like In Bruges less. Be, it's about. Wow. It's about uh, Francis Francis McDormand plays a woman whose daughter has been raped and murdered and so she puts mm. up three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri that say uh, uh raped while dying and still no leads. How come Chief Willoughby? And so she starts this feud with the police and it's very much like an Irish dude writing about Missouri without like he's trying to do this morality play and this uh-huh. like social commentary about a place that he clearly knows like nothing about and nothing about it seems realistic and it's just it's like bizarre on a number of ways like Woody Harrelson is married to Abby Cornish who's Australian uh-huh. and has never explained and like they have this they have this back and forth where she's like, you got a real nice cock, Mr. Willoughby. Oh, God. And that was a real nice that's, fuck. And you're like, what the fuck? This upsets Who me on another like level. This? Like, it, like, no one talks like this. And even aside from the fact that it's not realistic, 
if you if you strip away the idea that it's supposed to be realistic, okay, fine. It still doesn't say anything, and it's like a bad morality play. It's a shitty play. The, you know what? And this I just want it to be recognized as a shitty play. Is all is. Had I known this existed, I'm actually no. I should be happy because his last movie, Seven Psychopaths, I definitely did not look at my phone to find out. Uh huh. Was I didn't a wonderful. Like that one either. I love that movie no. because now, right? Is my case. Right? I don't hate that one like I hate Three Billboards. First I'll of all, that. there's a binary calculator applied to all movies. Yeah. That can raise them from zero to one hundred percent. The Tom Waits binary calculator is why Eli, Book of Eli, was a perfect movie. Tom Waits binary one or zero. Okay. He was okay. in it. It's but I actually love that movie. Okay. Seriously, I haven't I seen it. It's seen actually it. really fun. It's just a good movie. Sure, sure. Seven Psychopaths. We've got Sam Rockwell. He's fun in it. It was just a fun, silly movie. It was supposed to be meta. It was like no, his thing about meta. how I don't want to write a violent movie. I was like, don't fucking write it then, you bitch. See, that seems like a case where you read a bunch of shit about it. I didn't read anything about it. Yeah, it but just where was did very all much that shit come you, from? Like, you're, not, you're telling me that Seven Psychopaths wasn't meant as like a commentary on like, oh, I, I don't want to write this violent movie that everybody wants to write. Well, there's a larger to topic to discuss then. What do we go into cinema with? Because I went in there and I watched it. And I was like, ask the bloke who did it in Bruges. Wonder what he's up to. Yeah. And I watched it. And yeah, I same. I just watched the thing. And I all I thought was, this is a bunch of stories with a shit storyteller, Sam Rockwell's character, uh-huh. who actually ten, turns out to be a murderer. It's just fun. Like the usual suspect style. Just kind of like, the twist is not that innovative, but it was good to watch. And there was some great monologues. You're going like, to make me angry now. No, it's okay. We can both... Like what we can't. Like I just things. I can't get into McDonough because I'm just gonna get. I get too heated. It's all right. Like he, we both love. He makes Bruce. me angry. He so in the new movie, he wrote in Peter Dinklage a part. Oh fuck! And and it's basically like Peter Dinklage is there so that other people can like make midget jokes and oh, that's, that's fucked fucking up. cheap. And so like, all right, like fine, whatever. whatever. I'm not. Like I'm not trying great, to like. like a I'm great not trying actor. to cape for dwarfs or like you know like make this no, a but social he's a justice great thing. Actor. But it retroactively made me like In Bruges less because I realized that, that movie also has Colin Farrell karate chopping a dwarf like at a at a climactic moment, and I thought it was fucking I'd funny about that in In Bruges. And then I watched this movie, and it's got another dwarf. I'm like, oh, clearly this guy just really this likes guy just midget likes jokes. And he and the the thing it's about, got a scene where Francis McDormand you're not a girl. supposed to call them midgets, dude. You're supposed to call them little midgets. Well, see, in the movie they <laughs> no, call, you meant him to call a midget. them midgets. You meant to call and them so little it, girls because that's what Oingo Boingo called them. It, which uh, also uh, and Peter Dinklage was in the video of little girls. What's the only, wow. the main Oingo Boingo? Oh, Danny Elfman. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Danny Elfman. Yeah. I love oh, Wango oh, Wango. Oh. I want a Danny Elfman porno. <laughs> like Danny, no, no, he's not in it. I want him to do the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Well, ba, I love. Ba, ba, ba. So I love Little Girls Doesn't Count as a good porno soundtrack. Well, a little girl is in it, so no. Okay, all right, sure. Maybe it is for you, sure. buddy. But okay, that's just your choice. Also, so we haven't done a worst take of the week for a while. Oh, yes. But this is a really good one. I'm actually Ooh. really excited about this bad take. So, um, did you guys read Cat Person, the Cat Person? Uh, yes, yes, I did. No, I didn't. I saw it shared, but I didn't it, read it. So, by the way, for the listeners, I only just found this out. This was a piece of fiction. Right, it's a fictional story. I it's a good it was, short story. Well, what I is it? Can someone describe great, it to me? I don't actually think it's a great story. So, what it is, is it is basically about a 20-year-old girl who 
really wants to go out with a... No, and, like, she's really into a guy in the same irrational way you are when you're 20. Just someone you just, you, you feel a thing. She works at an art house theater and she dates, like, the I dork who like goes to the art irre- house theater. It's theater. irrelevant yeah. in the sense that it's a 20-year-old who's just really into an older person. Which okay. is a very human thing and a lot of people connect with that. And then his dick don't work and he got a beard and she's embarrassed. And he says weird things in bed that are, like... He's, like, a weird... He's, like... Alright, so let me let me explain He's like he's a, no 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 what no I'm actually gonna disagree with okay, you. Okay, okay. From the many women, he's, he's a slightly odd, like kind of gross dude. From the many women who won't talk to me anymore, my understanding is that it's just basic shit that guys yell and be like, "Yeah, you have great tits" or whatever, because they yeah. don't know what they're doing. He's a socially awkward dude, and I yell Star Wars quotes in bed. He's a socially sand. Awkward. Sand doesn't feel good. It I, gets I everywhere. gotta say, so far, uh, the description of this story to me is completely nonsensical. Okay, listen so to me. Much. Listen what to me. What is this short story about? A woman. Listen, a listen to me. Fear. Listen. Shut up and listen to me. All right. So this girl who works, who's a young girl, she works in an art house theater. She dates this guy who's kind of a, who's kind of socially awkward, and uh, and like she goes home with him, and the sex is bad. Like he he kisses real bad. And um and they kind of have a like she kind of she kind of ghosts on him right okay and so I'll read you the end of the story which is kind of like the well kicker. she doesn't ghost on him she says I'm not interested in you anymore right and the guy gets mad because he sees she's out yeah and then yeah gets, they see each other out and then said some really shitty things yeah so he starts texting her all right so here's so why the is end. It called why is it called cat lady because oh, he lies better. about being a cat person because he lies about having cats so here's the end oh, of the, okay. here's here's the end of the story. Curled up on her bed with Tamara that night, the glow of the phone like a campfire illuminating their faces, Margot read the messages as they arrived. This is the guy texting this girl. Hi, Margot. I saw you out at the bar tonight. I hope you said not... I know you said not to text you, but I just wanted to say that you looked really pretty. I hope you're doing well! Exclamation point. I know I shouldn't say this, but I really miss you. Hey, maybe I don't have the right to ask, but I just wish you'd tell me what it is I did wrong. I felt like we had a real connection. Did you not feel that way? Or dot, dot, dot. Maybe I was too old for you, the letter U. Or maybe you liked someone else. Is that guy you were with tonight your boyfriend? Uh, uh, Question mark, question mark, question mark. Or is he just some guy you're fucking? Sorry. When you laughed, and he's misspelled laughed. when When you laughed when I asked if you were a virgin, was it because you'd fucked so many guys? Are you fucking that guy right now? Are you? Are you? Are you? Answer me. Whore. That's the end of the And I just so, wanna I, I just wanna I, say it was written specifically to read like it was a real life story and I refuse And it was done well No, it was done well only because if it was if it was marked immediately as a fiction, it would actually be really it was shitty. marked as a fiction. Where? Show me on the fucking page. It's the New Yorker. No, where's Fiction, it? right there. Okay, the top corner. <laughs> the top left-hand the corner top in small... part of the page. Oh, um, no, no, I'm sorry. If you read this in context in the New Yorker, you would right. know that it was fiction. All right, here's the one thing you do when you read an article. You start scrolling you're right. down to you're the right. fucking text. You're right, you're right. All right, yeah, you scroll they past hid, that part. They hid it deliberately knowing it would read like a true story and it was written like someone's wank fantasy of a thing to hate a dude for and this guy like it was they, a good short story it should have been like so i fucked a redditor sure yeah that's yeah, yeah. like like 
And and that's the thing. It that's, was a good short story. No, it wasn't. Oh, well, okay, well, everyone everyone shared it. Everyone uh, shared it because they and, thought it was real. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Everyone because it's typical of every like dumb fucking ginger bearded twat who's like, oh, sorry, can I say that? Sorry, in England you can say that, but no, yeah, in England twat means something different. It means like, like vagina. Asshole. I mean, you can just hear it in the different pronunciation. Yeah, like twat, I, obviously. I, you know, I don't mean it. It's like a vulgar. Fr- I, I don't care. Anyway, I, um, you could say twat too. I don't no, care. But, he's whoa, a, whoa, he's a twat. whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, that's whoa. also the incorrect you, way of saying it. But dude, that was a hard twat. <laughs> the hard <laughs> t. <laughs> like yeah. So, but it read like this thing that was meant to be read as I refuse, refuse one hundred percent that this was not meant to be a deceptively written piece. Because it was okay. not good by virtue of it being written well enough to be... Had it said, this is a work of fiction at the top, right? no one would have blinked. It's like a million little pieces. It's now... You want Oprah to interview this writer and you're, be like, but it was a lie. And to, then everyone claps and stuff. And everyone gets a car. To me, to me, you're criticizing, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, you're criticizing the reaction to this piece and not the piece. And that's... I'm uh, criticizing that's both. Your, that's your right, but I think no, it's... No, no, the actual I think piece itself was meandering. I think it's a good, it's a good short story. Okay, like, it's no, a funny actually, short story with no, a no. kicker. And All it right, was you good. want me to criticize this as fiction? Okay, the cat person title was irrelevant. Sure. It was put in there as a way to trick the reader into believing that was part of the story. The image put above it was completely uh-huh. irrelevant. Not the writer's fault, but okay. Uh, writer probably had some view on that. And maybe, still, maybe, maybe. still the writer's fault because they were writing for the New Yorker. Second of all, the piece took half of itself to actually stage anything. When it was read as a net stop, let me finish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Read as an honest, like, New Yorky piece, which you'd expect from that publication, what with sure, the name sure. and all, it made sense to have all that bullshit at the front because that's what New York is, having lived there. It is just people front load a load of bullshit to try and deceive you. Sure. That was why it resonated. It was clever for doing that, but it was also intentionally clever to trick people. It also wasn't that fucking profound. So you sure? I don't so know why you're expecting. I don't know why you're expecting profundity and no, not no, no, just no, no, like no, no, no. an entertaining expe- read. I'm not expecting that. I'm reacting to people treating it like it's profound. Sure. I okay. Saw uh, who was t- treating it like it was profound? I've seen seven or eight different the people. The internet. Say, the internet. All right. As they say. I thought it was a funny short story. Here, the, oh, the you reason did, I, you missed the whole reaction. Oh my god, you actually read this as like a pure normal person. Yeah, well, because I immediately, oh rec- I, I have a good bullshit detector, so I immediately recognize it as you fiction. Put you in the Louvre. Like this is beautiful. other people like don't seem to have that part of their brain that can tell like fiction from real life, but like well, for me, people, like these are very yeah. simple. It was linked things. to me as a real piece. Yeah, no, and, 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 I and a lot someone. of people clearly read it that way, and as, and as soon as I started reading it, it was, was like deceptively written. I mean. <laughs> Gra- the- granted, I w- I did get my MFA he's uh, in, in, in New York City, he's so like, his I, like I feel like I've read the uh, the difference between actually. Fiction I think and maybe the criticism isn't on the writer; it's on the New Yorker themselves. I, yeah, they it's position a issue it. of packaging. No, so what's the-, the take? So the take that I wanted to read the worst take of the he week is he's the guy from the beast. Is is our <laughs> Kyle Smith who writes for. Uh, the National Review and sometimes the New York Post. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm we've, excited. We've, we've called him Baby Armand before. He's he's normally like a he used to be like a decent he's film me. critic, but he's very wait um, wait wait Armand. Wait. wait wait is this no no he and Armand used to write for the same. 
publication. Oh, sorry, I thought it was the same guy somehow. And, and uh, I was about to get extremely. His name is R. Kyle Smith, and we used to call him Baby Armand because he he is the same kind of ba- uh, baby, right, baby right, Armand, right, right. baby he's Armand, same, maybe he's, at the spa, baby. He's the baby, same maybe kind at the spa, of, uh, baby. He's the same kind of contrarian baby. hot take artist. Baby, and so maybe he, listen to your music while you're right. at this bar. <laughs> all right, all right. So he wrote an he wrote a piece called "Dear Cat Person Girl." Oh fuck! Which at first, like I thought that he had mistaken it for nonfiction, as a lot of people did. But it turns out he he wrote an open letter to the fictional character. This is not the title of the article. The title of the article is. Oh, sorry. The yeah. subhead is what's very important. Please make sure to notice that yeah, it's, the subhead is how to avoid soul-crushingly bad sex. So we know that Kyle, uh, like R. Kyle, R. Emery, or whatever his name is, has fucked. Yeah, he's fucked, and he knows how to avoid bad sex. He's totally... Here's how okay. it goes. Uh, Dear Margo, Hi, you don't know me, but like many others, I feel as if I know you. After reading the crushing short story about you that went viral after appearing in The New Yorker, this is the story described how during your sophomore year in college, you met a man named Robert while you when you were working in a movie theater, exchanged some funny texts uh, with him, then took a study break to meet him for a snack at a 7-Eleven, which led to an awkward date and even more awkward sex. It's evident from the tone of hurt, humiliation, and sorrow in your words that this was one of the most miserable experiences you've ever had in your 20 years. Shortly after your thoughts appeared, the internet teemed with sympathy for you and discussed with Robert, a bearded, paunchy 34-year-old who, during your nauseating single tryst, threw you around in bed, quote, as if you were in a porno. Many pointed out that, although the sex was consensual, it was not on- exactly enthusiastic he on your part. He absolutely thinks it's real. The author who created you... Kristen Rupinian tells us what went through your mind as you watched Robert right. hurriedly pull down Pause his pants. Pause for a second. Yeah. This was written in two parts. He was commissioned 100% to write this based on it being real. Yep. And yeah. then and then his editor was like, hey, oh, I, got, shit. I got your thing. And um, <laughs> turns out it was a piece of fiction. Yep. And he was like, my anger still stands. I, <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I can still be mad online. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. We need you back. We need your magic, Deckard. Yeah. We need that <laughs> magic. We need the hard <laughs> Kyle Smith magic. We need, your, we need the magic, Deckard. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about what happened to you, Margo, but I don't think you have thought through how you got into a terrible situation. I 100% believe he wrote this thinking it was real, and I then do. it got edited. I 100% yeah, agree with but, you. No, he may have submitted the whole thing. Say, if he didn't, it's really, really funny that he's um actually uh, a fake woman. <laughs> yes, abs- he's totally being pedantic towards a fictional human being. <laughs> like, even if the woman's not real, someone's like, actually, uh, um, logic um, and, and are rational and stop being so hysterical. Um, Mr. Willie, Mr. Willie, the way you're driving that steamboat is not even remotely realistic. <laughs> Uh, the way you two-tooted in the middle is clearly <laughs> against the regulations unprofessional. of the Coast Guard. Unprof- unprofessional. And furthermore, an insult to seafarers <laughs> as myself. That's fantastic. All in, right, keep going. In all of the responses that people, mostly young women like you, have written, <laughs> have written about your experiences. Mostly fake women cross out. <laughs> mostly real women that would totally have sex with me. <laughs> Few have mentioned the two words in your story that oh. jumped out at me. Seven and three. Robert is your seven. Number of sexual assault cases against this guy. 
<laughs> and number of women that have turned it down for sex in the last hour. Oh, this is where it gets real, real good, you yeah, guys. Yeah, go, 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 go. Robert is your seventh sexual partner. You're 20 years old. Oh, this is so Margo, I don't know what the right number is for you, but seven is too many. Wow! Is he really <clears throat> sex shaming a fictional woman? Uh, please don't mistake my concern for, quote, slut shaming. Oh, I, this is great. I don't think you're a bad or a moral person. He definitely wrote that, by the way, and stepped away from the cable and went, nice. <laughs> and I, All this, my bases are covered. This is the part where I, I, Rack where I agree even harder that he clearly wrote this thinking that the piece was non-fictional, which is fucking embarrassing if you're a writer and you read that and thought it was... Yeah, because the National Review, that constant place of like perfect journalism. I mean, he wrote for the New York Post, which is probably not any which better. Which is another, still, yeah. another toilet for the garbage. It's true. It's not the word. Okay, smooth. okay, everyone. The garbage I realize goes in the trash can. The and then it goes go in the Staten toilet. Island. This article goes in both. I won't make the case that God is angry with you for not guarding fuck? your virginity until marriage. <laughs> I won't make the case that you should have sex with only the man you will eventually marry. But having sex with sketchy guys you don't actually know after, by a generous estimation, 1.5 dates. Doesn't she is say a bad it's a third idea. date? Yeah, they the went arc- on fucking dates. It's not like she and just also fucked in the, the article, guy. I'm pretty sure they say at least it's the third date. Yeah, like, she fucked. It's whatever. the second or third date. It's not real. It's fictional, and she knew the guy. Whatever. When you were in that bathroom with Robert, and he began taking off his pants with his shoes still on, and you realized you were revolted, you had cornered yourself in sex quarter. You had left yourself with no good options. In sex court that he runs. (laughs) As you say, calling off the sex at that moment would have been somewhat painful. What the fuck? Wait, wait. Was there like a sex call? Going ahead with it turned out to be even worse. It's evident that this hookup is going to bother you for a long time. In the fictional account of the thing that didn't happen, for sure that he is not writing about that didn't happen. So you guys think that it can't get more pedantic from here? It's a national review. But I'm going to tell you right now. Go ahead. It can get more pedantic. I believe Uh, it. But you so easily could have avoided it. I'm from Gen X. Two generations older than you. Who never made any mistakes. <laughs> and I can tell That's you that. How generations work. You don't count by how many generations are. <laughs> I am exactly 2.7 <laughs> generations older. It's not a unit of measurement. And I am changing tabs from the crypto mining one I have up into the sex generations. Change, mining. I am exactly... Two-thirds more experienced than you. I am two-thirds more generations than your vaguely defined generation. (laughs) The 20,000 Ripple I own has made me exactly $70. My father is from a taller generation, and he gave me the money to make a shirt brand. So here... Uh, As someone who was uh, old enough to remember the OJ verdict and then actively (laughs) protest his Brentwood home after the fact, I could tell you I've learned a thing or two. I have made racist comments about both LTs, Lawrence Taylor and LaDainian Tomlinson. I am a full-grown Gen Xer. As a person to remember the time when I protested both LG and then LGBT (laughs) and then LGBTQIA, I still remember... Uh, oh god, this is so bad. I love Gen Xers doing the back in my day. <laughs> back in my like, day when shit was awful. Back in my day when Kurt Cobain's fucking uh, distressed Levi's were based on fashion and not work. Uh, 
Back, back in my day, when the uh, number one philosophical test was uh, text was Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, we Is that even Gen X? Jeez. When people still watch real movies like Reality Bites and uh, and when and we singles. still had movies like Boat Trip, which were worried about the gay people, and other great movies such as oh wait, what is the one Soul Man? Soul Man, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, so, like... Uh, actually, it's a satire about blackface and um, about how reverse racism is bad. Um, I, how, I... how about Big Trouble, which predicted nine eleven, and that's why it wasn't released on its planned date of. 9 11. Mm. Yeah, like 9 11. Oh. Uh, All I'm right. Fr- I'm, let's I'm, move on with the Sorry, you got to get to the pedanticness. I'm from Gen X, two generations older than you, and I can tell you that not long ago, not that long ago, seven sex partners might have been considered a fairly robust tally for a lifetime. Remember the 70s and the 60s where no one had sex? Yeah. Oh my God, this guy is But amazing. for a 20 year old? I know guys from college who married the third or second or even first girl they slept with. Needless to say, going back to a generation before me, seven sex partners in a lifetime would have been considered a startling number. What the fuck? Margo. This is where you get serious. This is like where it's like a very serious episode of the National Review. (laughs) Margo, sex isn't just a fun leisure activity. Ask my friggin' wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, your generation has been taught not to take it seriously yeah i love i am constantly love that during sex and that's why it's not taken seriously Uh, i hate that your generation keeps laughing at me i'm thrusting and i'm thrusting and i'm thrusting and they're just laughing and i'm drinking a new pepsi and a crystal pepsi they laugh when i take out the viagra and when i take the viagra Yet sex takes you seriously. What? (laughs) It's obvious from your words that the night you spent with Robert has shaken you deeply. Did this guy watch the like the Guardians or whatever that movie was (laughs) with like Jack Frost and like sex was in it somehow? (laughs) Like sex takes you seriously, boy. That's right. I'm sex. (laughs) Whether you want to admit it or not, your feelings get dragged into it. Your personality, your core. Much of the internet. No problem for that fucking guy. Much of the internet's response to your sorrow has been, why can't guys be better at sex? That's missing the point. That's not remotely the reaction. the point that she wrote in her fictional (laughs) article? You can't recontextualize her own fucking point. The fictional article. The fictional one. Well, he's writing to a fictional character, not the art. (laughs) He definitely did not write this. This is so so right. He so wrote wrote this this. to the actual person. And the editor got it. It was like, oh, we already paid him (laughs) $7,500 for this article because we're the National Review. Bad sex doesn't need to be soul crushing. (laughs) If you had really forged a meaningful connection with Robert, you could have worked out your problems in bed over time. You could have made it clear that you didn't like being treated like a porn star. You could have taught him what you liked. First of all, nobody teaches the other person what they like in bed before they've had sex. This is such this is like the most bullshit thing and, I've and ever read. I, like, like no one ever like you don't go into a relationship being like here's what I like. And in also bed. there's oh, no here's what I like. There's in not bed. like no, a, you fuck and you figure it out cuz you don't not like know a verbally. Stephen A Smith post game. He was like you see what you did wrong there. 
What's this? Yeah. And there's like a graph of the sex with lines and errors and shit. There's like, not a fucking sex referee going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 flag on the play. <laughs> like, come on. The, I love you. it. I, I love that. For, Actually, for I kind of love the idea of Stephen A. Smith, like, judging sex. That's basically what this is. Yeah, he was he's like, I saw this guy have sex and you know... I'm surprised. I'm surprised at the passion. I'm surprised that she had sex after 1.5 or two dates. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, shut up. Like <laughs> That's exactly... Here, let me read, read a little more because I just yeah. can't help myself. When you first got in Robert's car, you wondered if he was going to rape and murder you. Margot, I can't believe I need to tell you this. If you're in a car with a guy and you're not sure if he wants to murder you, the date has already gone bad. Uh, Dude, fucking That's... guess what? That is, that's just a, a a possibility that goes through women's mind all the time when it comes to most men. And I'm going to say, go out on a limb here and say, especially this writer. This <laughs> yeah, writer yeah. is for sure never been in a car with a woman who didn't think there was a possibility that he was going <laughs> to rape and murder them. He's like trying to choose between them. While he's raping and murdering people, like he probably the golden corral, he's just like, upon yourself. Yeah. He's like, which am I going to choose today? The underlying problem is that you don't know this man, except for selling him red vines a couple of times at a movie theater and meeting him at 7-Eleven for that snack. You've never even talked to him before this night. Because every day I've been on, by the way, the person that's known me a hundred years. Yeah, you always know someone yeah, like really everything. well before you go out on everything. a fucking date to 7-Eleven with him, you fucking child. And when you're 20 especially, you do like at least eight background checks, you have them tailed for a few weeks, before asking them out or being asked out. This is just like I can't believe like a forty something so thirsty. I can't believe a forty something year old man wrote this like he's never fucked before. I can absolutely believe this. What this is is, and I'm reading it along with you, kind of like purposefully punching myself right in the dick hole. I am reading along, and all it screams of is this was, and I think this is the logistical situation. What happened? This guy wrote this entire fucking thing. Thinking it was real, mm-hmm. and then one hundred percent. I mean, it's not when, even a question. And at then this point. you didn't even submitted keep it. That point. The editor, because it's a, and this is the only pity or like sympathy I'll give for the National Review. It's kind of written that way. So they probably both thought, and then someone at last moment went, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a fictional piece. And they went, oh shit. And the guy who wrote it did not care. Yeah, he's like, she's fucking lying. She's a fucking lying woman. SJW is writing again. Lying about has put fiction on the thing that happened to them, and I'm mad. And this guy is like honking off the entire fucking time. Mm-hmm. He is horny as hell. Sex got mentioned once. This guy is erect. He is honking it the entire time. He's writing this masturbatory piece. The way you deal with this nervousness brings me the other word that jumped out on me. Three. You have three beers plus a slug of whiskey with Robert, which impairs your judgment so badly that you uh, signal to him that you want to sleep together. You know, because women are never pressured into sex. Three drinks means you want to fuck somebody? Get the fuck out of here. And on it's so of, weird because... Also, like, three beers plus a whiskey could get I a, could, lot of, a lot of men drunk. And I might get myself in trouble here. Mm-hmm. I could drive on three beers plus a slug of whiskey. I couldn't. Like I'll be uh, and also, guess what? I'm a cop, and you're under arrest. <laughs> guess Woo! what? No, guess you're what? right. I'm guess what? I'm President Trump, and you're both deported, bitch. <laughs> oh shit! No, but let me just what? say this. Let me but just no, say this. This is the kind of fucking like pathetic wankery 
of someone who doesn't actually know anything about anything that's going on. So they're like, well, I'm going to use my vague moral judgments yeah. to like just look at you and be like, well, in the Excel spreadsheet I created about drunkenness, I'm going to say that three beers plus one whiskey <laughs> equals promiscuity. I hate you, woman. I'm lucky. You know, it's I'm one lucky. thing. It's one thing if uh, if someone like a baby boomer, boomer or someone from the greatest. By the way, the next line is mine. Uh, wants to wants to be paternalistic. It's one thing com- entirely different when it's a Gen Xer trying to be paternalistic. Right, right. It's like, are you kidding me? You're the fucking nothing generation. The fucking Ethan Hawke generation. Let me just let me just say this. I, I, I'm luckily enough to um, have been very familiar with R. Kyle before this article. Like it was kind of interesting for me to see the entire world discover R. Kyle uh, at this point because R. Kyle and and Armin White used to write for the same publication. And our <laughs> Ar- shit review. R. Kyle actually like emailed me to say how much he l- enjoyed my parodies of Armand. And Are you kidding? If you yeah. listen to this, There's man, no way that Armand White uh, and this guy are not the same person. They're the same. They're person. not. No, see, Armand is a black gay man who lives in New York and is a, and is just a black gay man living in New uh, York. Armand, Armand is a unicorn, and he's genuinely a unicorn. And like, I, I, I can't shit on Armand because he's got I kind of singular that he perspective. He is a black gay man in New York. He's kind of funny. He's a black and has the worst taste. He's a black gay Republican who lives in New York. Like Hell he's a yeah. unicorn. I know. I yeah. have a friend who he was white so almond still one tear up in the great ometer yeah that we love um he was a black white republican who ran the log cabin republicans Greg, yeah if you're listening one yeah. love yeah. dude i'll make fun of you the rest of my life but not because you're black gay or republican sorry white gay and republican you're white um i'll make fun of you because uh one time my friend who had nuclear secrets clearance genuinely terrified you for an hour and a half just asking <laughs> you questions about how patriotic you are because everyone who's a gay Republican has a lot of questions for very obvious reasons. Yeah. Anyway, that's the one that's going to get me uh, some haters online. So uh. that's fine. <laughs> anyway, well, I, I, so I, I knew go. I knew Art Kyle before this, and like he, like he's a guy who's like who's like genuinely pretty decent at writing, but it just has like the worst opinions in the world. I really want to read the next line though. It's just go so, for it. It's so important. This is this really says a lot about the writer, more about the writer than the article. Depending on your size, three beers for you might equal six beers for a man. Is anyone proud of anything he's done after six beers? So you know if the guy had fucking oh, slit so much, dude. And slit if she You know how many things I'm proud of after six beers, dude? I fucking dude. I'm actually good, proud of things. I've tackled a whole porta potty before, dude. After six beers, you know what I've done? I've written like a quarter of a book. I'm proud of that. Nice. But I haven't got to I didn't... fucking slit anyone's throat and rape them. That's as true. this guy is very clearly... Do you leading... want to promote your new book? I, I didn't ask you about it. Everyone will find really it. Bad. Bad. I don't care. Promote um, it. It's called Fire Your Publicist. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. I don't care. Anyway, let's make fun of this stupid idiot. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I got to go. Okay. I, I, I got to pee yeah, really bad. I need to so, pee yeah. also. Um, I'm going to pee on you. That's part of this story. Um, you're... So, what's great, though, is not to take over too much, but... So, (laughs) Margot, having three beers with a guy you know, barely... Sorry, you barely know, is a big pig... Big pig... (laughs) Big, big part of why you ended up having one of the worst experiences of your life. Because no one has ever had three beers or more on a first date, by the way. 
I know your generation has been taught that a girl can do anything a guy can do. All right, what the fuck does that have <laughs> to do with how many beers you have? But you can't drink like a guy. So this only That's the gets crux into of it. this That's whole thing where basically, like the it's the Mulan song. I'll make a man out of you. That's all this is. Yeah, you it's can't like, drink like a guy. Yeah, and fuck like a dude, I'll bro. drink you onto the fucking table, bitch. And then um, there's the uh, paragraph that's clearly written afterwards. You're, a fi- you're only a fictional character, Margot. Because, by the way, the last paragraph ends with, if you can't drink sparingly, don't drink at all. Which is clearly the end of an article. Then this one happens. Uh, you're only a fictional character, Margot, but you're at the same you're not. Young women are responding to your tale by saying that much the same thing happened to them. You and young women who see them are themselves in you should realize that your problem is not that so many guys are bad at dating or bad at sex, though we often are. He, the lesson the world learned from, this is a link, by the way, Duke PowerPoint Girl, I don't know, getting drunk so you can have meaningless, unattached sex, random sex with guys, sorry, you barely know is not going to make you happy. Yeah, so what happened here was absolutely this guy wrote this entire screed and it nearly got posted mm-hmm. from the position of, um, as a Gen Xer, it was fucked. <laughs> Exactly as Here's many- what I have to teach millennials. I'm going to teach these millennials a thing or two from my great generation that created Black Blackwater, <laughs> destroyed the Middle East again, um, fucked over everyone's future. Here's my here's my take. Also, we were involved in generations of mass sex, and also the 80s and 90s didn't exactly come off as not promiscuous. Um, the early 90s was pretty... Actually, like, Gen X is Gen probably X the is least a... promiscuous generation. Fucking the eight You had fucking... Well, clearly, AIDS they're fucking... mostly unfuckable trolls. You fucking Oh, had... yeah, that too. But AIDS, AIDS hit, you had and people Adam, got Adam real... Ant was around it. Don't you wanna? Don't you wanna? Like, there was fucking... There was songs about fucking the entire time. Where is the Gen I'm X? just saying, I didn't get laid until college. Genuine... I didn't and get... So well, therefore, neither did I, but that's because I had little, no game. Here's a little revelation. I had sex exactly 15 seconds before I became 20. Oh, nice. Oh, I, uh... No, no, I, my girlfriend at the time was like, no, we're doing this shit right now. Like... it's a good idea. God, Sarah, she wasn't the best girlfriend at times, but you know what? She fucking had the clock ready. Yeah. She yeah, was ready. Cock ready. ready. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did the not finish. summer after 11th grade, when I was a Jewish camp counselor, I sucked my first titties. <laughs> my dude. <laughs> Why love, though? No, so let's, let's round this off as we finish, though. I was 17. Hold up. She was 21. She was at 21. That's pretty nice. All right, we got we to gotta put this to bed. Gotta go. I'm going to pee my pants. I got I to gotta put the pee in the toilet as well. Yeah. Um, Matt... Thanks yeah. for coming on. I'm sorry, dude. Matt. Thanks for having me, dude. I fucking I hope my sound sounds good because I got this mic and it cost a lot of money. You and s- I'm gonna listen to it and see s- if it was worth it. And s- if not, I'm gonna return it to. Wait, you're gonna Center. listen to yourself on your own? Okay. All right. Thanks yeah, to Jacob okay. Zero. Let's just go. Also, thank you, Jacob Zero. Also, great. We're gonna have him on to not talk about Star Wars sometime. Ed Zitron. He's got a new book out. Straight chillin'. Frogcast at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash frogcast if you want to donate. before you buy my book. Seriously. And uh, 415-275-0030 is the Google Voice number. And Yo. look, good night and good chins. Uh, we love you, Ben. I got to pee. Get your dick All out. Right, so I got to do it. Suck it for fun. And let me lum, 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 lum right up in that bum. And let me eat that shit till it tastes real good. And it goes through <laughs> my body. Podcast. And I make real food. The food <laughs> comes out of my butt. That, 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 the food. <laughs>
Are you still even recording this? Oh, yeah. That's so great. Goes. All right, I'm sorry. All right, let me that do a... the original theme of The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, actually, it's not controversial enough.